Welcome to Multifamily Live. I'm Kaylee Yarusi. And I'm Jason Yarusi. Our mission is to help you unlock your full potential as a multifamily real estate investor. So you can do more deals, bigger deals, with less stress, keep more profit, and free up your time. Multifamily doesn't have to be a mystery. It's time to go live. All right, so welcome back to Multifamily Live. Super excited to for today's show with Tori Sheffer. Hey, Tori, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. And Tori is responsible for all aspects of real estate acquisitions and management, including underwriting, structuring equity, raising capital, and asset management. His work involves managing the transaction process from inception to execution, as well as continuous asset management throughout the life of the asset. He's been in the real estate industry for six years as a broker and principal investor in over 100 transactions, totaling over 70 million. He's also an investor in the Real Estate Lab, which is a real estate software company focused on analysis and data related to multifamily investing. And prior to real estate, Tori owned and operated Superior Recreation Services, a company building commercial playgrounds throughout Michigan and Ohio. But let's start there. So, you, you have a company, right? And you're out there really just doing the service side, really just providing some awesome stuff, right? So uh, right. everything for recreation, right? So we all love that. I got young kids. We just, we, we love the narrative. Where was the transition? What was that point that you saw this other side, saw real estate, and it really just got you started into the progress? Yeah, so the biggest thing with the um, building the playgrounds is I was doing that in the summer in college. So between, you know, between semesters. And I had my, uh, a couple of my buddies working for me full time. So we would go throughout Michigan, Ohio, and we'd build playgrounds at schools and, you know, parks and cities and everything. So, um, you know, it, it was a ton of fun, but I knew it wasn't going to be like a forever type of deal for me. Yeah. Um, and I always had an interest in like finance and, and everything and being in Michigan, kind of the, the quickest path that I saw to it was going through real estate. And then, so that's kind of how I got into getting started as a, as a broker, as just a real estate agent, um, selling houses. And then once I got into selling houses, then I had the exposure to the multifamily into the investing world. And that was kind of what, uh, drove me into investing and in, in multifamily specifically. You know, most that are on, well, I'm not gonna say most, I'm not gonna talk, but a lot of, um, we'll say agents or brokers never transition to the investing side, right? They get stuck where they are in, into more of that transactional mode. What was it that really allowed you or gave you the permission to take the leap? So I guess, I mean, it wasn't really something that allowed me. I guess the biggest thing was that the working as a real estate agent, you're always chasing the next deal, right? So, you know, once you close one, it's done and you got to go find another one. So, um, that was always something that I didn't love. You know, there, there's nothing at the end of the day, you, you work for a year, you try and sell as much as you can, and then you re restart, every, you know, over and over. So um, I wanted to build something up for the long term. So, and then what I did was uh, I started learning as much as I could back in like 2017. And so I, I would learn, listen to podcasts, listen to books, you know, while I'm working as a real estate agent. So I was doing well as, an, as a real estate agent, um, but I didn't have the, the multifamily expertise yet. Um, and then kind of in 2019, I turned all my marketing from looking for houses to sell for people. And I turned it into looking for apartments to buy, uh, that way I could, you know, try and find the first deal actively. When, when you're looking for apartment buildings, you know, the natural progression is a lot of people take, they, they say the safety route, they say, okay, you know, even if you're an agent or just any other profession, you're going to jump in first to single family houses, right? Whether it be a rental or flips, what was it about multifamily that really drew you just straight, straight into that path? Yeah. Uh, economy of scale. 
Um, you know, it, it's the same as selling houses. It's the same amount of work to sell a hundred thousand dollar house as it is a 400 as it is a 2 million. Um, but obviously the, the check from a hundred thousand is three grand and the check from 2 million is 60. So, um, you know, as, as economy of scale from apartments and being able to, you know, you can't go look out like we look at deals that are 60,000 a door um, to go and find houses that are 60,000 a door with 20 in the same location is very hard to do. Yeah, sure. Fantastic. And as you dove in, you've taken a real specific path into asset management, right? You're, you're covering a lot of fields, right? But, but it seems like you really dive into asset management, which we love too. How did you, what was talking about that first transaction, how you were involved in a deal and which really led you to your core practices that you're involved with today? Yeah. So the first deal is a mailer hit on a 56 unit and the broker emailed and said, Hey, we have 11 other properties. Do you want those too? Um, so obviously we did, it ended up being 232 units and around $16 million. Um, so we were planning to buy all of those. And then uh, we had someone come along kind of halfway through our, our due diligence and process and said, Hey, I want to buy all these from you. But we, so we ended up selling 184 of them to two different groups um, and we kept 48. So, uh, so when, once we closed on that, it was kind of staggered closings from like August to November. Um, or August to October. And so that was, that was the first deal. So it was kind of like it, uh, it catapulted me into it. And I was able to just kind of put selling houses completely on the back burner. Um, you know, just from the, the income, obviously from wholesaling it, we, we wholesaled it for over a million four. So, um, you know, split between a few guys, it was a, it was a good chunk of change for everyone. It gave me kind of a runway to, to go full time into it. So then, um, once we did that first one and we kept the, we kept 48 and then it kind of snowballed in. So I ended up buying another 24 unit and buying a 33 and buying a couple of those kind of 20 to 60 unit buildings. So um, now it's built back up again and they have around 200 units throughout Michigan and um, Texas and then going tomorrow to close on 30 units in South Carolina. That's awesome. How are you picking your markets besides, well, Michigan, where you live, of course, but how are you looking at your other markets or lived? Yeah. So Michigan, where I lived, um, you know, obviously it's best to start in your backyard. That's what I know. So, um, that's kind of like my primary target. If I was going to just, you know, pick a rifle focus, that would be it. And then Texas. So, um, one of my partners on a lot of the Michigan deals, he's from Michigan, but he's living in, living in Austin now. Um, so those deals, he found those and brought me in on those deals in Texas. And then the South Carolina deal, I've been looking at South Carolina. I know it's obviously a great place to invest and, you know, buy apartments in. Um, so I had a couple other guys that are doing their first syndication deal that reached out to me and said, Hey, you know, you found this deal. We think it's decent. You want to take a look at it and see if we can do the deal together. So, um, ended up working out really well. We're, we're buying it for just under 3.4 to praised for three, five and a half. Um, so, we'll, you know, we anticipate doing pretty well on that. Yeah, that's awesome. Good for you. And partnerships are playing a big role for what you're doing now. How are you going out there and and finding the right partnerships or partnerships you want to partake on? Yeah, so it's I mean it's similar things like this as you know, um, going to conferences, being involved semi and in, you know on social media, Facebook groups, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. Um, you know, all the different sources, I'll have people reach out to me, you know, randomly saying, Hey, what should I do? I kind of want to do what you're doing and things like that. And that's exactly how I got started. I reached out to someone and was like, Hey, I want to do what you're doing. How do you do it? You know, show me how, and that's what I did. And, and now I have other people that are coming to me for the same exact thing. So, 
Um, then it's really just working with someone that you kind of gel well with, right? So you, you want to do business with someone that you like and someone that, you know, you, you can trust and get along with and have fun along the way. So that's kind of, you know, it's all kind of formed organically, but it's just a, a snowball of the network is being introduced to people and introduced more. And, you know, that's really the biggest thing. So it's not like going out and targeting, I want to partner with this guy. Um, but it's just, you know, people you meet along the way. And then, it, you know, I'm sure, you know, is you meet someone, it's like, Hey, I kind of like this guy. Let's try to do a deal together. And then something pops up six months later and you end up buying it. Where in your jumping into partnerships, where, where's your favorite spot? I know we talked a little bit on asset management, but, but is there something that you really um, love to focus on and bring that superpower to the partnership? Yeah. So the, I mean, the biggest thing that, that I find to be good at is, is basically going from, um, from first, like identifying the deal. So uh, I have a few other people and, and my wife now has been cold calling and doing that stuff. So um, when, when we find a deal and I can do, I do a quick underwriting, so I, I'm, I'm kind of like a mixture of analytical and, and um, you know, the people person who kind of doing the, the factors of contract to close. But so I, I've gotten pretty good at the analysis of it all. Um, and then I've gotten pretty good at kind of estimating prices and, and doing, because we, all, so all of our deals are value add. Um, so just working with the management company and, you know, weekly calls and everything like that with, cause we have, we have management company that takes care of everything. So, um, just staying on top of it and making sure that they're, uh, they're collecting the rent, which, you know, they obviously want to do a good job too. So, um, it works out, works out pretty well. So, and then raising the money and, you know, getting the investors in the portal and it's, it's quite a, uh, it's quite a wide net. I'm kind of at the stage right now where I need to hire someone. I probably should. Um, but I haven't yet. So it's kind of been looking. Yeah. That's a, uh, it's one of the good things, good things and bad things of scaling, right? There's never like that perfect moment where like the light bulb goes on, like this is the moment to hire someone. It's like, you have to, you have to just dive into it. And there's a certain point where it's like that break where you're just like, yeah, you got to bring someone on. We, we've been there and it's uh but there is no, people say, when should you hire? Well, there's never really that ideal moment that it's like, oh, this is when I hire. You just do as you're trying to grow your business and find right. your pieces that, that go along with it. From a lead generation standpoint, um, really just direct mail, cold calling seems to be a pretty integral part of your process. Um, is that the, the main driver, how you guys are finding new properties right now? So the main, I guess, the, the bulk of my pipeline right now is from like I said, from different investors that are bringing deals and saying, Hey, let's do this together. Um, so that's the bulk of what's been coming in recently, but definitely the best deals have been from mailers and cold calls. Um, but I, yeah, I get a lot of, I, you know, I've been lucky that a lot of people have reached out to me and said, Hey, I, you know, I want to get into this and I'm going to start looking for deals. I kind of tell them what, what I would look for. And then they go out and look for it and they just, you know, shoot me stuff. So I look at, you know, whatever, 10 deals a, a week and, um, you know, you find maybe one or two a month that are worth pursuing more. Yeah, that's huge. Just helping others help you. Right. And that's so powerful too, especially in the partnership world where you can go out there and connect with others. Um, where does the goal go from here? Are you looking to continue to expand markets based on a partnership or, you know, you said not South Carolina was pretty bullish for you, Michigan, and of course, Texas. Um, are you looking to spread out across other various markets? And, and as you do, how are you aligning with the right teammates? Of course, you know, property managers being one of the biggest drivers for you. Right. Yeah. So property management is the biggest thing. As long as I can get a good management company um, and get their hands on the property, I'll, I'll buy it in, you know, most landlord friendly states. Um, 
so like in South Carolina, the, the management company that we have doing the, our 30 unit there, they manage 160 unit that's right nearby. So it obviously makes sense. Um, in Michigan, the smallest one I have is eight units up to 52. Um, but it, they're all kind of geographically the same area. So it works out pretty well for the management company. So that's really the biggest factor because I like to buy some of these smaller deals that are, you know, 10 units or 20 units that a lot of people just kind of brush over. Um, but as long as you can get a good management company that's going to, you know, care about it, then it's, it's, I think it's worth doing. And there's what I found is a, there's a lot of meat on those, on those deals because it's generally a mom and pop seller. Um, you know, generally probably a little less sophisticated. It's probably their only property, or maybe they have one other property. Um, and you can get a lot, you know, a lot better deal than you're going to go and get on a hundred unit in most cases. Yeah. Really well said, you know, some of our best deals, I mean, those ones that you're not expecting to jump in front of you, like we had a 24, 32 and 36 that have been great deals for us. But like you said, it's all about the partners, right? Cause typically it's too small for like the, really like your, I guess your investor who's going to hit that hundred units not going to jump down, but most people it's too big for them to go after. But the same thing parlays in terms of your team, you know, the management companies can be few and far in between in that kind of space. Right. So you can take, you spend a lot of time getting that, but if you get that right teammate, those can be huge ones. Cause a lot of people brush them off. Like I'm not going to do that deal. I just want to focus on my, you know, 75 to hundred units or wherever you go. But when they pop up, if you can have the team in place, you just put it right into your process and just start flowing with it. I was saying it, it, it works out well. And then with the, the joint ventures, like the South Carolina deal, for example, one of them is from Arizona and then another one of the partners is, is there in South Carolina. So, um, you know, he, he lives 40 minutes from the property and the property management company is right there. So they'll be able to drive out there and then I'll probably go out there, you know, every other month or so and just kind of take a look at the place and keep an eye on it and make sure it looks as we expect it to look. How are you doing your, your weekly updates with property management companies with some of the drivers that you make sure to touch with, with them each week? So the biggest thing is, um, I mean, number one is rent collections, obviously with every, everyone kind of taking advantage of a lot of the COVID stuff recently is has been rent collections. Um, and then it's unit turns. So, if we have a vacant unit, you know, with the value add, we're always going in and spending maybe, you know, 12 grand a door um, on the renovation. So we want to make sure that as, as soon as the unit becomes vacant, we have a, you know, crew going in there and turning that unit. And usually it's going to take about, um, you know, once we have our materials and everything polished, it's going to take about three to four weeks to have a unit turned. So we want to have be able to turn that unit and get at least as soon as we can. Got it. So 12K per unit on average here. Where's your renovation budget going in that unit? So that's going to counters, cabinets, uh, flooring, fixtures, outlets, and paint. Um, sometimes we'll do new trim. Uh, other times we'll just paint all of it. So it's, it's, but yeah, that's generally the cabinets, counters, flooring, fixtures. That's paint. fantastic. Good, good. And how are you building up your, your, I guess your, stable real estate um, investors for investing in these deals? Has it been podcasts? What has been some other drivers to help you really just get out for your marketing? Yeah. So I only actually have a few, um, a few investors that I don't, that I haven't known personally. Right. So yeah. the bulk of it is family and friends, people I've known for 20 years. Um, they're, I guess not 20 years, I'm 27. So, you know, maybe 15 years, but like all of my yeah. adult life, I've known them. Um, you know, I, I knew them growing up, friend, you know, dads of friends and friends, you know, now who are working and making money. And, um, so that's where the bulk of it is. And then the rest of it just comes from, uh, just network. You know, I met a guy who met a guy who wanted to invest in a deal or I have, so I have one investor that, um, 
my wife sells stuff on Facebook marketplace here and there. And, and, uh, ended up talking with him and he had a bunch of single families and he's like, that sounds awesome. I'm going to invest in a deal. So now he's getting involved in one of my deals as well. So. Yeah, that's huge. Um, we we so, really so many times overlook our group, right? And we just overlook our core network and say, I have to market and get all these investors in. And then you can have your core group who just will believe in you, will be a warm intro, will be a warm investor coming into the deal and will be psyched to see what you're doing too. So that's great. That's great. Tori, for everyone that wants to connect with you, learn more about you, learn more about your deals, your company, uh, how's the best way to connect with you? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, on all of them at Tori Sheffer, um, or Twitter is Tori J Sheffer. But uh, but yeah, I mean all the all the social media channels I'm on there. That's perfect, well, Tori. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Awesome, and for everyone listening, thank you so much. We'll talk to you shortly.